Hey, good morning. Good morning, my friends. December 26th, 2023, the day after the holiday. Uh, sitting here, it is uh, 9.17 a.m. A little snowy outside, a little, a little gray. We've had lots of moisture the past few days, which we have desperately needed, so it's a good thing. Uh, but I am a creature of sunshine. I crave it. I crave it. I need vitamin D. So I'm ready to see that that sun again, but not. it doesn't seem like today or tomorrow. So uh, I have a little time off as I uh, am a substitute teacher in our local school system. So I've got 10 days off. And uh, it's too bad they're not paid, but that's okay. Um, and I've got a long list of things to do. I'm going to uh, clean my music room. I have my own room with guitars, amplifiers, and etc. So that's my big project today. Uh, my wife is taking down Christmas decorations. Started taking down Christmas decorations yesterday, and of course we're attending to our new puppy, whom you will hear in the background because <laughs> he wants to play all the time. Uh, I had forgot, it has been about, oh gosh, it's been about 15 years since we had a puppy. And I forgot just how energetic they are. So, uh, I've been observing, of course that's kind of what part of what I do anyway, is I try to observe behaviors. Uh, I watch... I watch the news, I watch social media, and I'll be honest with you, my friends, there are times, if, if it was not that I was connected to people through social media whom I want to be connected to, I would get rid of it. I, I, it has done something to how we interact, but it's an interesting thing to, to observe. Um, and today I want to talk about, because I have been doing this sort of observation lately, uh, I want to talk about how the false identity that we have, all of us, some more than others, depending on how much work we've done to dig to our authentic self, but I want to talk about how the false identity is really based in the comparison we make to other people, to other places, to other things. And how that really creates and, and has magnified, especially I think in the last <clears throat> 15 years or so, really magnified a, a, a false identity in many people and collectively in all of us. Uh, so let me, let me, let me try to unpack that a little bit here. We, we are taught in this world, in this reality, that in order to be right, in order to have a sense of identity, the only way that that's really possible in the false reality is to uh, 
compare ourselves to other people's behavior, to other people's personalities, to other people's work, to other people's habits, so that we can say, well, at least I'm not that. It's kind of how we're formed, right? At least I'm not uh, the kid who gets the F, or maybe you say, at least I'm not the kid who gets the A, <clears throat> depending on your perspective. Or you can say, at least I'm not uh, that political party, or, or at least I'm not that religion. And, and we do that, not always to judge the other, but to solidify the identity that we believe we have to uh, create to have an identity in this reality. I want you to think about that for a second. That, you know, when, when I finally understood that, it was really a revelation to me just how much we depend, we have we become dependent on judging others to validate ourselves, to validate our identity, <coughs> to even form that identity. And, you know, it, my parents were not very aware people, but that's what that's how they were raised, excuse me. <coughs> they were they were raised to say, you know, I'm I'm this because I'm not that. And my mother ended up being Catholic. It was her choice. Uh, very much that was a part of her not wanting to be Pentecostal, Pentecostal like her grandmother, or like her mother, pardon me, my grandmother. So it was a reaction, right? It was, I want to believe, but I'm going to believe in such a way that's not that. And, and it doesn't sound unreasonable, does it? But here's the problem. Is that, and I think you probably know already, if you listen where I'm going to go here. The problem with that is this. Is that it's not substance. There's no substance to the identity formed in comparison. You say that again. There's no substance to the identity that we form when we form them in comparison, when we form them in dualism, when we, when we say at least we're not that religion or that political party or that basketball team or that school or what we're saying is that our identity is formed in opposition to or in comparison to something. And I want you to sit with that just for a second because that is really the, probably the clearest sort of definition of how a false self gets formed in dualism that I can possibly articulate. I'm sure there are people who, who can do better <laughs> than me at articulating that, but it really is true. And if we, if we stop and we think about that, from our personal perspective, I think we're shocked at just how much the identity that we have acquired in this world is based in that comparison formula. The comparison formula. 
that the false reality creates. When we, when we say to ourselves, I want to have more than this other person. I want to be different than that other person. I want to not be the religion or the politics that those people, and it is in that word, those, them, it, those words are really what personify the dualism where our personalities are formed. Now, you're going to hear my usual warning. Sometimes we have to judge other people's behavior for our own sanity, our own sanctity. That we have to say that someone else's behavior is personally egregious, so we have to form boundaries, right? If someone is insulting you, if someone is not good for your soul, then, you know, if someone is toxic, is what I'm trying to say, then I think we have to judge. We have to say, okay, that isn't what I want in my life. I don't want to be that toxic. I don't want to be with that toxic person. So we have to make those choices because we still live in a false reality. You'll hear the puppy. He's ripping apart his bed. <laughs> I mean, we still are here in this matrix, my friends. And, and there are a lot of people who are lost in selfishness and, and in hatred and in destruction. Uh, I, I, I will tell you one of the ways that I learned this lesson of comparison this comparison formula that we all adhere to was being a professional religious person for years. That, I don't know how else to say this nicely, that often institutional religion is, is like the sewage pipe of, of that sort of judgment and uh, egregious behavior. That, that promotes sort of uh, backstabbing and gossiping in order to control and in order to say, we don't want to be like that person. We don't want that person with us. We don't. I watched so-called Christian folk start rumors. I mean, one of the huge reasons I no longer, and I know this isn't true of everyone, hear me, I'm not accusing every religious person of this, but I will tell you, I saw vastly more than I ever thought I would of real destructive behavior in order to preserve the power structures that were in place. And the reason that happens is because people are into that comparison formula. We don't want to be, we, we shouldn't be like those people because those people have it wrong. We shouldn't allow those people into our space because those people don't have a job or they just want money or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so what we do when we do that is then we begin to form the false personality that comes with that comparison formula. 
we begin to say those people because of their color, those people because of their race, those people because of any number of things, how they came into the country, uh, how they believe, uh, their political persuasion. And I think if we're honest with ourselves and we, we can step back for a second, we're going to be just amazed at how much of our own personality is formed in that way. How much, how much we depend on this sort of comparison formulation that we're taught. Here's the, here's the core issue. I guess I better get down to it here, right? Is that that formula is wrong. There is ultimately no them, no those. There is only all of us. And I don't think we're ever going to really address things like poverty and war, prejudice, until we begin to really understand that it is in the comparison, even if it's a good comparison, right, that we create the division, we, we put the wedge in between us with that language. The, the challenge is we really don't have another language, do we? But we do have a mindset and we do have a perception. And we can perceive that those boundaries aren't there. And I think that's just part of becoming spiritually aware. Is that you just come to the place where those barriers become less and less and less. Now again, I've cut many toxic people out of my life. And I'm okay with that. Uh, but I understand that even the people who are toxic, the reason they are the way they are is because that's who and what they've learned to be. And the dualistic comparison reality. They have been given that comparison formula to achieve an identity. And sometimes... Well, I mean, I, one family member of mine who's approaching 85 now, 86, it just solidified in him and one of the most prejudiced people you'd ever want to meet because that formula was never challenged in him. That formula, that comparison formula was only strengthened. And now he sits in front of certain news channels that, are almost like propaganda machines. And the same is true with social media. That we, we have bought into, in a deeper way, this idea that there must be a division between people. There must be us and them. And that comparison formula is a hindrance. And anything that goes with that comparison formula is a hindrance to spiritual growth. And I'm going to tell you, folks, 
almost everything in this reality has to some degree that comparison formula in it. And so I've got a little homework and I'm going to let you go here. Look at the world. Look at the advertisements built in comparison. Look at how we approach sports. Look at how we approach politics. Look at how we approach religion. And you will see that they are all based in the idea that someone else must be wrong. Now, you can challenge someone else's ideas, no question. But where we go with this, where humans go, is that we must demonize and hate and separate. Folks, that's one of the pillars of the false reality. Keeping us separate from each other to preserve the institutions built upon that that separation idea, that dualistic notion, that comparison formula. There you have it. Thanks for your time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.